Was he like, nah? He's like, like nah, he's got a poo. <laughs> 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 Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Uh, this week we're in Beppu on a camp. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Japan game against England, going around the ground, and also just having a yarn with a few boys. Welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I already said that about 10 seconds ago, but uh, how are the boys? Uh, we're good. What are we day one point five mm. of camp? So we're still we're still early doors. Already fatigued. fatigued. Uh, a little bit. Mm. Um, I think because when you're at camp, your mentality kind of shifts, or mine does, anyways. Where you kind of just know you're in for a week of work, so you kind of do just empty the tank a little bit more in the gym and at training and stuff. I don't know if that's how everyone else <laughs> trains, but I don't know. I just think because you know you're going away to train and you're going away to do a bit of rugby that. You might as well just try to get the most out of it. Mm. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd agree. You're nice. I'd also agree that, but like, camp's tiring because you're around the boys a lot more. Mm. Yeah, like, home. you can't get like, away from me. You can't. Like, <laughs> I'm like a rat. <laughs> doing like podcasts at 10 o'clock at night. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we say that, but then we've got your roommate, H. Taichi, here, mm. who's just on his iPad. Uh, um, say hello, Taichi. Nugget. Hello. Nice. Taichi, great you, English. Taichi. Yeah. Hey, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, over having us in his room, I think. But um, No, he's had a coffee. H sent his coffee machine down to Beppu from Sagamihara. We're only here for six days, but the, it's so efficient. We might talk about that a bit later yeah, as I well. Yeah, I couldn't live without it, eh? Yeah. Good coffee. This, um, what is How'd this? you get through the first 1.5 days? Yeah. yeah. It's tough, eh? I, um, I'm drinking a milkshake right now, <laughs> even though I asked for a double shot. Otherwise, <laughs> I taste his milk. Frothy, I, um, frothy milk. Oh, sorry. I've been drinking the coffee yeah. out of that little, like, canteen thing, at, um, like our buffet mm. dinner or lunch, whatever. And it just, uh, I feel like there's no kind of caffeine in it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> drinking, like, brown water, trying to get the caffeine in me. Um, yeah, when I asked for that double shot, maybe they thought of milk. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. 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 I thought we both fast uh, pretty easy. Yeah, it's, it's not a thing in Japan. You can't mm. have two shots of coffee. No, yeah, it's unheard of. Uh, too much caffeine for, for the normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, yes, free money. <laughs> um, it's placebo effect. You just assume it's in there. But but yeah, um, Taiji's got some beautiful made coffee from you. So I think he's happy. Um, don't know if I really should be drinking coffee at 10 p.m. at night, but... I mean, we're H at doesn't actually put caffeine in his coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Placebo. Um, all his beans are decaf. Can you get decaf beans? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it works. But yeah, you can. Yeah. Nice. Coffee Charlie doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's your new. Uh, we don't. We're just plugging Coffee Charlie right yeah. now. <laughs> your new food Sponsor. trucker. Yeah. Mm. It's the official coffee of our podcast in about two weeks' time, I think. So, yeah. Kango. Watch this space. Yeah. It's coffee Charlie. I've nice. been Charlie Cafe I'm on Instagram. If you give him a follow. Yeah, nice. Speaking of, some big news. We have merch. Oh, oh, how good. Oh, I thought you had an actual button for Japan <laughs> merch. I was like, oh, this one good. <laughs> just hologram. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, I was making some merch just for us. And then I saw that, yeah, I can, why not just make for everyone? 
I think at the moment it's only for Japan, but um, yeah, I'm sure we can, can still. Like yeah. people really wanted yeah. the JR Dubs merch, just we message could us. Just, we yeah. all sort something out. <laughs> we could definitely yeah, send yeah. it there if we needed uh, to. But yeah, you can go on the it's uh, on our Instagram page. Uh, there's a link. Um, you'll be able to go there. At the moment, there's two designs, but I'm planning on adding a few more. But yeah, very exciting news. So uh, you'll be able to see us trialing it once we get the trials. You'll be able to see us wearing them as well, and um, should be good times. I think the place that they do it there, it's kind of made to order. So I've just got it in the simple colours, but I've made every option available. So you can get in third, no, like 56 shades or something. So there's like wow. 56 different coloured shirts you can technically get um, with the logo printed on if you want. So um, yeah, they and 13 different sizes, I think. So um, if you're keen to rep this very niche podcast uh, that doesn't talk about what it's supposed to most of the time then <laughs> go along to uh <laughs> rugby weekly on the instagram page and uh check us out but we've got rugby to talk about yeah today well we're still gonna have more and more so it's pretty what happens when you start a rugby podcast in pre-season or an off-season but yeah yeah we just <laughs> hang out for like the autumn test window <laughs> until our actual season starts yeah we just like what about toilets eh? Not gonna, <laughs> until yeah december but i mean it's all Basically a month into our season, so it is. It's um, definitely yeah. it's, it's around the corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling the nerve. I'm not nervous. I'm just feeling the energy. Like the boys are the getting excited. Anticipation. You can almost feel the coaches getting a bit excited too. Mm. They're probably sick of the preseason. Oh as well. yeah. What are we week eighteen into camp? It's pretty oh, incredible. Yeah, I, mm. I stopped counting ages ago. And then, um, <laughs> there's sixteen games in the actual season. Or something yeah. Like so, um, yeah. It's a very weird, uh, weirdly. I guess, um, what, cut up season in terms of pre-season so long, but get to meet all the boys. And I have new boys coming in every week. I guess the first part of the news is we've had uh, Curtis Rona join us. He's on camp with us. Also, Walt Steenkamp, who uh, was announced a long time ago, but he's joined us um, after finishing his season, uh, yeah, up north or south, I should say. So, um, yeah, two. They're almost both the tallest. Yeah, pretty much. We just got, like... The two biggest people in our team just both joined at the same day. <laughs> <laughs> two locks. Yeah. yeah. Except, uh, yeah, I mean, if Curtis was born in Japan, he's definitely a locker. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a pretty big boy. Now but, he's just a what, really, really, really big centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what's, uh, how big is Walt? Uh, it's two, officially 203, 203, But he looks Curtis a bit bigger than be too far behind him, either. Yeah. Curtis just under is, two metres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think so, so. I mean, I think a couple of big rigs. Um, Glax, our head coach, used to basically be the tallest person, but now he's been overtaken by two people. So yeah. exciting times. Yeah, yeah. Dinoballs is trying to add a bit of size into the mm. into the roster. Oh yeah. mate, the season like, around the corner. Yeah, they look like teammates. <laughs> he's some big boys in there. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I know tactics. our friend Daniel Makotorindi is mm. now the shortest, one of the shortest <laughs> jumpers in the in the lineup. Just uh, yeah, saying something. Eh? So um, yeah, we haven't had a Lindy son on the podcast in a while. I'm we'll, we'll get him back yeah, on now, yeah. now that he's officially the shortest jumper in the yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah. So he's <laughs> a point, of, point of difference. Yeah, he um, went, he's at the front just lifting now, isn't he? <laughs> speed um, balls all day. Yeah, yeah. He's still got the speed. And what, 35, 34? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't want to. I'll take the lower number. I was trying to have a discussion with um, our friend Makoto Rindi and Henry Bracken mm. and just trying to figure out who's actually been in Japan longer. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And oh, I, really? I still couldn't get an answer out of them. They both were trying to say each other was oh, the better. Oh, 34 as well. Yeah. And then... And he's been here for a long time, eh? So, yeah. Um, Lindy obviously had 
I think a, a bit of a break in between yeah, his stints. A, a but, season and a bit. Mm. Yeah. Definitely got a few veterans floating around the balls as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you a see a nice healthy the, mix of young and old. Yeah. Um, the Instagram on Monday, uh, when recording this, there was a thing we were just showing pummeling and it was like, 38-year-old versus 37-year-old or something. And it's Yasin Mata doing it. So, yeah, I think we've got like four or four players. No, maybe not that many. Last year we had that. But three players, 37 and up, in Kenny, Mata and uh, Yas. So it's a veteran's yeah, experience. Pulling, pulling the average up. Yeah, yeah. But nice. Um, Obviously, the biggest news, Uh, it's taken 10 minutes, 8 minutes to talk about it, but Japan versus England. Mm. Um, Obviously, that happened... Uh, over the weekend, but uh, did any of you guys catch the highlights or anything? It was on at midnight the morning. Yeah, but late when before. Was yeah, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it live, but I um I saw a replay of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think you can say that Japan were comprehensively beaten, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, but I'll say that England, I reckon, definitely did their homework mm-hmm. too. Like, I think that they knew what Japan were going to bring offensively and defensively, and had kind of made plans around it, or like mm-hmm. had trained for Japan's style of attack and yeah. defense. Yeah, nice. So, I mean, I, I, I think I hold Japan to a pretty high standard now. Like, mm-hmm. if they'd been men like before, you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, sweet. That's but normal. now that I think Japan are getting competitive and they are uh, like a pretty well-coached side with some really good players, like Dylan Riley, again, had a really good game. You kind of just ex- I want them to be, be performing well against mm-hmm. some of the top-tier nations. And because of that, I think uh, I'd, I'd like to see them be a bit more competitive next time. Yeah. Because I think like, they can be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just looked a bit off their game. Like Defensive-wise, they just were making silly errors. Like, yeah, I think. Fatigue and I don't know, just, they were just a bit bunched and not. Yeah, like I said, I think that England had done their homework and then Japan couldn't really problem solve in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. But like, I think like, probably 20, 30 minutes. And they were like, oh, crap, England have got us figured out. Yeah, yeah. We need to, like, kind of switch things up. But mm-hmm. probably didn't have maybe the game plan or, like, the players on the field to maybe switch things up. And hopefully they, they took the learnings out of that. And yeah. I'm sure that they'll come back better for it. Yeah, because it's a big occasion, like, big stadium, big crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, England, one of the best teams in the world. And it's yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's where Japan want to be, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, used to not get those kind of games. And now they're getting, like, you know, the big games against, you know, the top tier nations so you yeah. want them to be competitive so they can keep getting them yeah yeah well like you said um a few years ago like just being able to play england is like well get to play a top tier nation but even with the media and the comments and stuff on social media in japan it's like oh that was a disappointing game or disappointing <laughs> performance <laughs> yeah, and yeah like a few years ago it's like you would not be thinking that at yeah, all yeah. kind of thing so yeah it's, I mean, just, it's a credit to japan yeah, and like yeah. how far they've come for sure like over the past like you know last two world cups like last 10 years i guess mm-hmm. yeah they've just you know like really got gone from strength to strength so well, it just shows in the cult and the in the league as well that we're playing in so like, yeah, yeah it's become a lot stronger well, like, we've, we've definitely mentioned though, that the standards have definitely risen yeah it's not just come to japan yeah. and get a paycheck and go home it's you know you can't oh, no, you need to work, <laughs> like, work that paycheck now that's <laughs> yeah like, some very good footy players running mm-hmm. around yeah foreign and japanese definitely so. um i think yeah you can't do the it used to almost be like a break, uh, especially, I mean, I think from England stuff, how many games they play a season, it probably still counts as a break, yeah. even if they play as high as yeah, they can. Yeah, we don't have like 16. midweek like, yeah. clashes and <laughs> yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, but yeah, still, um, you see how many players want to come over to Japan. It's uh, growing the overall level. You just want the uh, Japanese players uh, to just keep, I guess, coming up and coming and following in that footstep as well. So, 
yeah, hopefully it just keeps meaning that we have a stronger and stronger national team and yeah. can uh, go well. But a lot of teams are going well at the moment, like France are going well. I mean, Italy just beat Aussie, so yeah, um, a lot you, of you'd have to hope that teams aren't peaking. I mean, like obviously yeah. some teams will just inadvertently peak right now, but mm-hmm. it, it's like make shaping for like a really competitive World Cup. Which yeah, is really yeah, cool. yeah, you know, like. You, like, I couldn't pick a top eight right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it, it could oh, be it just changes. You know, or even the top four, like the semi-finals, are, you know, it would be really hard to pick that right now. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's, it's the lead up pick, now because it's through this autumn mm-hmm. test window really shows that man the the World Cup's getting really competitive, which is just good for the sport in general. You know, but you don't want massive score lines at a World Cup. You want mm-hmm. you know teams getting competitive and you know supporters from all over the world wanting to come and see their team. You know. Try to have a chance at winning. Yeah. Who do you think's top? Your, who's your top four pick? Nice. If you had to pick today, stage. oh, that's a very loaded question. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> bring this back in our a uh, year's time. Yeah. Um. I mean, like Ireland. Well, who do you like at the moment? Who well, like I, I do like Ireland, but they just always seem to do this and peak a year out of the World Cup, <laughs> and then just like <laughs> you fade know, away, like fade away. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I don't know if it's they fade away or if teams like again like do their homework, figure them out, and then they mm. haven't changed. Or adapted, oh, they start evolved, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. like they can't get to the World Cup and teams have yeah. got them sorted, like for, like done their homework, yeah. But man, the way they're attacking and defending at the moment, and their men- mentality, like you can just see the way that the players are playing, that they've got really good intent. So that that'd definitely be up there. I mean, mm. I'd probably put them as one of the top four at the moment. Um, like you want to pick the All Blacks, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. From your them. heart? Yeah, from my heart. I'm, mm. I'm picking from my heart here. Yeah, But, yeah. like, I mean, they always front at the World Cup. Yeah, they do. They always normally turn up. For You'd it. have to put France in there as well. Host nations, like, playing really well. they got, mm. what, 12, 12 on the trot? Row, yeah. yeah, I'm not, like, sold on France. I, yeah. Like, I mean, the home advantage will be huge. Yeah. Like, if it, but if it wasn't getting played in France, I wouldn't be sure if that happened in my top mm. four. But, I mean, like, they were playing some really good rugby. So, yeah, you'd probably put them in there just because home nation, I reckon that they'll just get yeah. up. They're a very passionate team too, actually. Yeah. Like, super oh, and passionate. Big and there's big men in their pack. Like, their supporters their are awesome line. too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's three. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Who you got left? You I got mean, South Africa, in England. theory, South Africa or England, wouldn't it? Would that mm. be the other one? Both haven't really hit their straps this year. Yeah. I reckon we just wait. I'd. Can I come back to this? <laughs> no, I'd just like to see. <laughs> Top three. How, I'd say. more just like to see how um, it kind of plays out for the rest of this autumn test mm, series. Yeah. You know, yeah. After that, could be a good time to do it. Eh? I'd probably pick South Africa, just because they're a Southern Hemisphere team. Yeah, and they just seem to kind of do better. And South Africa again, another team that always turn up World mm, Cups. Yeah, like you know, they were horrific going into the last World Cup, and then they ended up winning it. Yeah. You know, like you, they would not Don't have been. write them off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't write off South Africa. Yeah, nice. Uh, how about you, H? If you had to quick fire top four? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Um, yeah, Ireland are playing awesome. Like, this, their attacking style, the way they run those back balls and run mm-hmm. short balls, and they just attack from anywhere, and they're quite innovative in, in their attack. Uh, France, I'd pick France as well, because home nations, I just feel like, yeah. I feel like if you're a home nation, you know, you've just got that pressure on you. They're playing, and they're they're playing really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can uh, go both ways, eh? Yeah. And then, yeah, obviously New Zealand's up there as well. But, yeah, that that last pick, I'm not too sure. Mm. It's just sort of, you know, uh, Australia getting all their dud games out now and getting their squad sorted mm. for next year. And- I will say Australia, like, 
are missing a lot of players through injury. Like they've had a massive injury crisis this yeah. year. I reckon like no Samu Karibi is huge mm. for their midfield and they're like missing a couple of forwards and yeah. a few other backs and stuff like that. I think what's hurting them is like they haven't really got their back three sorted, like their wingers and full backs. Yeah. Like they're, they're kind of rotating them quite a bit because yeah, they haven't really see found. Who, see who goes. Well, yeah, and like guys are getting a go and then they're like, oh, no, this guy's probably not up to it. And then like he's gone and then other guy's in. So. Is, yeah, Karevi going to be out for World Cup or has he come back before? And I think he'll be back. He'll yeah. be back. Just I was a man. He'd be one of the best. Say, yeah. Yeah. I'd honestly have him as like one of the best, if not the best second five in the world mm-hmm. before his injury. Yeah. Like he was playing some amazing football. Um. But, I mean, last World Cup, they changed, like, their 10 and stuff almost every week. So Yeah, and they're um, still doing that now. Mm. I mean, they're kind of still searching for a 10. I yeah. mean, I think Foley kind of plugged a hole for them, but they probably still needed someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they had Quaid there as well, and then he obviously did his Achilles. So. Does he come back into the squad after his injury? I reckon there's a chance, if, especially if they, through this series, if they can't um, find anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just slots back in. Oh, maybe not slot back in, but he'll oh, comes back in. Yeah, yeah, they'll give him like a mm. give him a go to come back. It's the uh, dumb and dumber. So you're <laughs> saying there's a chance? Yeah, but I like. I mean, we're then probably not the people that I'd be asking like mm-hmm. as Kiwis, but we've got some. We've got a lot of Aussies in this team now. Yeah, actually, yeah. So, like, they're probably the guys who actually put over the ear to the ground and might know a bit more about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we had Papa uh, Metamu, who obviously was there in Japan with Aussies, so probably good uh, next time. Uh, get him on and I'll go um, like try pick his brain at like stretching yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Just get them inside. Yeah. yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, similar. I would say I was thinking France just because home nation, but then like England were similar, but the pressure got to them, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, the pressure on the podcast. Could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd just quick fire them. You got to say New Zealand because we're Kiwis, but, um, I think if it was uh, all Aussie, you know, podcasts, I mean, they're probably be saying different things going off how, how they are. A bit shaky, but that. I reckon that'd be questionable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better... After talking to Pup the other day about it, but mm-hmm. yeah, sorry. Um, but then, uh, yeah, like you said, South Africa, they peak when they need to. So uh, you can't really go past them in a semi at least. And then, yeah, so I, I just think my, how I see Ireland in World Cups. It's just they don't play how they normally play. Yeah. So it just makes it a bit hard for me to pick them. England, I think, yeah, I don't. Uh, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, our biggest listener uh, listenership is America behind Japan. So I'll say America, yeah, yeah. USA. I don't know. if Didn't they not make the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I low key have a feeling they yeah, actually. Yeah. They, we just lost all our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> I've oh, I'm like I'm not 100 percent stood on this, but I swear I read somewhere that they might have lost one of the, the qualifiers. I don't know if there's any more, but they lost most recently lost the qualifier to another country to get in. But there might be more qualifiers. Mm-hmm. I actually probably should know more about how teams qualify for World Cups and stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean it's uh. I guess if we were World Rugby Weekly, then, you know, I'd feel bad for not knowing that, but it's not necessarily Japan, so. I'd like Japan to go to the World Cup, so. Well, Japan are another team that seemed to always peak well for a World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like France, to be honest, I'll say France always seemed to just come good. Well, two, fi- two finals, Cup. three fun, two finals, I think, yeah. so. They're on the very first one, and they're, oh, 2011. Yeah. The most nerve-wracking final ever um, for Yeah, so they, like, they're a team that always seem kind of off 
Mm-hmm. Like just playing off, we're not really there, and then come World Cup, just turn up. So mm-hmm. like, there's just the team South Africa. I I'd like to think New Zealand were, but my man, sometimes they choke. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, until 2011, we were the team that only played well outside of World Cups. Yeah, yeah we exactly. were the old islands. So, well, are they the new All Blacks? But anyway, um, yeah, I guess uh, we have to go around the grounds in Japan. There were four games, uh, so. That's just become rugby news of the week. Uh, anyway, that's not really news of the week, but I'll just go through a quick roundup. There were four games. Uh, the first one I'll go through was the last one of the round, so I always go a weird order just to mix it up, but that was the Western Force played the D-Rocks. So two chess um, series. Yeah, so the second time they've played them, and that was a 34-28 win to the D-Rocks. So I think they won both those games, quite close scores. Obviously, we talked a bit about the squads and stuff last week, but um, yeah, good, looking good for the D Rocks, I guess. Uh, winning's a habit. Winning's good, and they're getting good opportunities to test our combinations. So, yeah, I think, and overall, they've had a pretty good preseason, haven't they? Mm. Like they've been just winning most of their games, which is always nice. Like you said, winning's a habit. I yeah. definitely think that. I definitely believe that. It's like you get used to winning. Like you want to keep winning, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, definitely goes both ways. That like you can. Um, if you're used what, to losing, losing to habit. Um, <laughs> yeah. and like if, if something goes wrong after you've lost a lot of games in a game, you're like, oh, it's happening again. And then it just, you know, I have been part of teams and like one of them was my 09 school team where we were like, we won the round robin and didn't, I think we lost only one game, but it kind of masked our kind of like mistakes or, mm-hmm. you know, like things that we needed to improve on. But because we were just winning the whole time, you kind of get complacent. So I think, yeah, there is like a, like a happy medium where you probably need to lose a few games just to kind of make you check a few things because yeah. we, we we went into the semifinals and just lost yeah. and we're like uh, <laughs> how probably, did this happen yeah, yeah. but in hindsight we probably just had a few things that we needed to improve on that we weren't because we just kept winning games so we yeah. just thought that we were going good yeah, yeah. Nice. so I think I mean like winning's a habit mm-hmm. but like you, pro- at the same time, you need to keep obviously into like looking back onto yourselves as well. Yeah, yeah. it's probably like when it's going well, you don't want to leave in your hype too much, and you want to bring yourself back a bit. But when it's not going well, you probably want to try and lift your spirits. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's always okay. teetering, you know. Yeah. Man, we're deep so wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice. So that was a uh, the final game of the four that we had over the weekend. Uh, we also had Division Two team and a Division Three team. Um, Watergush. Your team, the Mighty Watergush, uh, won 50 to 45 against the Kamaishi Sea Wave. Yeah. So defense optional. Oh, it's a crazy that's game. A, I think. Yeah. Almost a hundred point game. Yeah, yeah. That's epic. Um, yeah, man, that would have been absolute a great stat padding game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Scoring some tries. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, someone had a bet. Maybe the coaches were like, we'll try to get over 90 points or something, but. Um, I mean, those, I mean, those games like are actually pretty fun to watch as a spectator, mate. Teams are just scoring really yeah. early, but it's still a close game. Mm. You know, like it's not just a blowout. Yeah, if it's just one side, it's a bit like, oh, yeah. No one wants team, to watch but... a one side mm-hmm. kind of blowout. Yeah, a high scoring match. <laughs> like teams are just like scoring one piece, just a double Good blowout. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, nice. Uh, and then we also had the Toshiba Brave Lupus uh, on the Brave Lupus. Like lupus is like a disease. Eh? What's a Brave Lupus? It's a brave disease, isn't it? Mm. 
Like, yeah, I'm like, what is <laughs> disease? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe lupus has got a different. I think lupine is that. Does that refer to like a dog or something? Oh, maybe because they've got like a dog as image. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's like that, and then it's just a Japanese kind of name, and they're like, oh, that sounds cool, and then no one checked yeah, to see if it's got a different. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, they bet the Hino Red Dolphins, uh, fifty nine nineteen. So uh, Div one team against Div two team there, but. Uh, obviously, Hino have announced that they have an Arnold joining them. Um, big two meter, yeah, um, two giant, yeah, two meter giant. A very physical <laughs> rugby player. Yeah, yeah, I don't. know. It's a bit hard to read into like these games. You think, oh, it's a blowout. But I think Hino did play a like a a fairly stacked side. Not stacked, sorry, but they they did try. It wasn't just like a full B side. So mm-hmm. like they did try to play some strong members, and I think Toshiba did the same. Teams, like I said, are starting to ramp up for the season. So, you know, like they're trying to use combinations that they're going to be using in season now Mm -hmm. and starting to implement more game plan stuff that they're going to use in season, especially Toshiba and Hino because they're not in the same division, can actually start showing a few cards and, Mm -hmm. you know, try things that they're going to use in season. So I reckon both teams probably played pretty solid team. Yeah. No, I think um, it does show there is a bit of a gap, like Toshiba top four last year. In Div 1, uh, you know, we're fourth in Div 2, so bottom half gives it only six teams. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so they, uh, you know, guess showed that, um, someone knocking on the wall. Maybe they can hear us. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, they showed that, I guess, uh, with that score. And like you said, it's not so much a time to get your youngsters in games and just giving them game time. It's more getting those combinations right for in season. So uh, these games, these preseason games, everyone's pretty, or the other teams are watching them, trying to analyze, trying to scout. And yeah, I tr- think they, most teams are probably doing something similar to what we're doing this week, where you probably play like a stronger team. The first, like in the first half and the second half, you probably start, you know, try a few other different combinations mm-hmm. with other players. But yeah, like I said, teams definitely would be looking at trying to use, strong combinations now mm-hmm. or, you know starting members that probably haven't played much mm-hmm. earlier in the the preseason yeah, yeah nice nice um but yeah well sorry i lied i said there were four games over the weekend there were only three um but i was just referring to the game the, we have got this weekend yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also the uh, japan game as well so technically for well yeah i was gonna say if you count the autumn ones they were about a million but um anyway i also wanted to go through a new segment uh but before we do that we've got a old favorite segment uh which is uh ben segment so ben zasasume cool so obviously it's an older segment that i've just decided to make a segment because everyone loves my segment mm. <laughs> uh so just running because i always seem to just fall back and say oh this is an osasume from me so i thought mm-hmm. i'd just start actually thinking of them but one of my favorite things about japan and living in japan is the takuban service nice which i um i think i have mentioned earlier in the podcast but just running people through how you can go to any kimbini in japan and get anything sent anywhere Mm -hmm. because japan's postal system is just elite yeah um you can kind of just do anything so like one of my favorites is coming back from an away game and like say we've been playing in osaka and you've got the train into tokyo Instead of, you know, going all the way home, dropping your bag off and getting changed, you can just go into town, maybe have a change of clothes in your bag if you've prepped yourself, or just buy a competing t-shirt, and 
send your bag home to yourself and choose the time. So I normally choose between 12 and 2. Um, and then when you get, you know, home from your night out, your bag and stuff just arrives the next day. You know, you're not worrying about trying to, you know, get home with your like, big bag of clothes and stuff like I've had to do in New Zealand. Oh, how good is that? And also you can mm. send a coffee machine to camp mm. so you can have your coffee Exactly. I was going to throw that to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, like, you can send even um, – because it's people, cheap too. Yeah, real, real cheap. cheap. You can send even your bags to the airport. You know, a lot of people use public transport here. Mm-hmm. And catching the train to the airport can be pretty niggly with all the stairs and even just standing on a train with your bag. You can actually send your luggage to the airport and then it's just there waiting for you at a special spot when you arrive there. Like all time or even sending your skis up. I've done this before, sending your skis up to like your ski lodge a bit earlier. So you're not having to travel with your skis up to Hakkaba. take it to the convenience, drop it off and say. Yeah, yeah. And then you just arrive to your ski lodge and they'll just be there waiting for you. Okay. Yeah. All the time. Delivery system in Japan. from me. Mm. Like, I just think people need to be almost, like, more aware of that it, that it's a service that you can just use all yeah. the time. Like, you can go into a convenient any time of the day and just drop off anything. Yeah. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. It's pretty their logo. Oh, sorry, their slogan. They yeah. just uh, haven't thought of it yet. But, yeah, it's a great, great awesome, great new segment. Well, officially a segment. Um, but what about a... H, you had the signal from us. HBC, plays of the week. <laughs> Beautiful. So well, that actually was one of my play. Uh, was my one of my plays of the week because mm-hmm. yes, I did send my coffee machine. Nice. Through what's the name called? Takuban. Takuban. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to the conveni before training the other week. Sent my coffee machine to yourself up here. To myself at camp. Mm. Future self. Um, Future self. Well, it's on Takuban, you know. Ghibli movies is the Kiki's delivery service. Have you seen that movie? It's a famous Ghibli, uh, cartoon that they've got over here. It's like a movie. Anyone who likes like Japan will probably have heard of it, but that's called the, uh, Witch's Takubin in Japanese. Majin no Takubin. So, the Witch's Takubin. Yeah. So, because oh, yeah. it's a witch who delivers things on uh, her broomstick. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Okay. that's what it feels like. Mm. It's magic. Yeah. Have you not seen it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, that's if you think you've heard that f- name before and you're from overseas, maybe you've heard it from that movie. But, um, they're even talking about like having drones deliver things like to apartment, uh, you know, balconies and stuff. But I wow. think. Um, That's not there yet, though, is it? But it will be. Yeah. I think the problem is that Japan low-key has, like, heaps of drone no-fly zones, Mm, like, all over the place. It's actually really hard to fly drones It's real hard to find, like, places to fly them. Just uh, anywhere that's got, like, castles and stuff. Obviously, airports and stuff you can't, but, like, most places are just, like, no drones kind of thing. I think they're just – Japan's very cautious, so if something did happen, if you hit someone, then the place, the park almost is, like – Sorry for this random person coming in and yeah. hitting someone, and they always have to. If it's on their ground, they have to say sorry. So yeah. it's just easier to say no. No, you know, not do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of high rises, obviously, in Tokyo as well. So, yeah. like, I mean, I guess Tokyo City would just be off limits most of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good question for our analysts when we get her on. Yeah, well, uh, the Sushan. I think uh, so. Like when we go to camp, we get permission, or and we check to see if we can fly our drones on our training fields and stuff. And if you can't, you can get permission from, like, the council or the government and stuff. So okay. it's a bit of a process. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. It's not it's just turn up and fly your drone and yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. 
even on our uh, factory grounds, there's rules and stuff because we're in the company. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, so, mate, there's getting tanks. Yeah. Tanks getting built. So yeah. I was, mate, you wouldn't want drones flying around. <laughs> so what is What's this? going on over <laughs> the wall? <laughs> um, but, yeah, sweet. Yeah, second player of the week is, uh, so if you're in Japan, obviously Japanese and English, if you speak mm-hmm. English, is uh, quite difficult. So there's an app out there called Deep L. <laughs> <laughs> you can use, yeah. Yeah, or if you paste uh, your link to Google Chrome, it'll translate it for you automatically. Mm. Yep, yep. Second player of the week. Nice. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's, uh, That's actually massive for a lot of changer. people. Yeah. The pickle. Mm. The pickle. Well, actually, I just taught him that this afternoon. It's the third time. No, is that the third time he's been told no, what to do? Or? I said, like, it's possible. And then, but I don't know how to do it on Apple. Things so like, no, you're lying. And then I think Ben showed him. I've shown him how to do it on Google Chrome on his phone before. Mm. So, like, this is deja vu for me. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's very helpful. Um, and when you're just, like, a tip for using AI translators, like, you can't use kind of colloquial language. You've got to make sure that when you're writing things, you've got the right grammar. If you've got good grammar in either Japanese or English, then it knows what you're trying to say. So have all of that right and it'll make it really accurate if you just go slang it gets confused and sometimes it's a bit whack so there you go yeah nice yeah good and what do you have a third HPC's top no players? I don't have a third one oh. um, what about <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, place where we are at the moment hey, it's better than last week I, right? I had the, done last yeah, week no, this, what, well, your third one can be Beppu mate this place is all time oh yeah well yeah okay third player Let's of the week edit this out yes um, please and what's your third player hey? well Doug no, third no, player of the week is don't edit that out that's kind of for sure <laughs> Jimmy was not uh, good. Yeah. Preparation was mm. terrible tonight. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, currently we're on camp. We're in Beppu and Oita. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's a really nice place. It's actually the sister city to Rotorua, yep. which is in New Zealand. Yeah, because like actually, the, or you're just making it up? No, no actual. Yeah. That's oh, actually, right. yeah. Oh, cool, because they smell the same. Mm. Yeah, well, they've got natural, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, natural geothermal. Natural geothermal, mm. yeah. I'm coming through the ground. Yeah, so there's so just self sulfur everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Doug, you just said, oh, home, yeah. yeah. Doug. So that's why. You feel I, like home. When I came with my dad a few years ago, he basically, every place we go to, he's like, we're from the sister and they're like, what are you talking about? And then he'd explain, he's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. But <laughs> it's not, it wasn't really the welcome. He thought it was like, oh, Rotorosan kind of thing, but it didn't quite work out that way. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Did but, you try it this time when you came? Like, now people would know Rotorosan even more? No, um, I did. So Dan just loves chatting to people. I'm more reserved. I've got, I'm half Japanese after all. So, yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. Understandable. So, yeah. And then I saw how well it went the first time. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> that is, that is a good, um, rec- like top play though. Mm. I reckon this is definitely the most fun gushku yep. I've ever been. Like, um, this place oh, yeah. is one of the, the best gushku spots yeah. in Japan. I mean, spot. I guess there's a reason that the Japan team decide to camp here every yeah. time as well. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, and I think they're going to play a few League One games as well because. Canon have like a factory over here or like something over oh, here. Oh, they're so, going to get games here. So it's like their second home. So their first home ga- home is Yokohama or Kanagawa. And Oita, like a two hour flight away, is their second home. Oh, so, I wouldn't really mind coming here for a, mm. an away game though. No, that'd be then. all time. Uh, home of the sand onsen as well. I've actually mm. mentioned this before, haven't I? But they do Probably. hot sand onsens here. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's the only city in Japan that does it. Oh, really? Yep. We have to go check Allegedly, it out. Allegedly, yeah. 
<laughs> allegedly. I'm going to check it out tomorrow, so. Yeah, yeah, same. I'm going to try and go to the oldest onsen in Oita tomorrow. Mm. Whereabouts is that? It's in, in Central Beppu City. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, in Central Beppu <laughs> City, but it's real old school. So, like, no tattoos and it's just mm. full Nihongo. So, yeah. it might test me a little bit. Um, I once went, they had the World Cup games here, obviously. Um, and I went with my friend who'd never been in an onsen before. Um, we were like, man, this one's a hundred yen. And basically, there's just a house with an old lady. Uh, it's not even just, nonsense. It's just an old lady's house. <laughs> it's on a hot spring. <laughs> just a towel. Gets you naked there. Yeah, peoples now. Uh, she was basically just sitting in her living room. You go up there. Then she opens the door and like you just put the money in this like bamboo tube that she's made. And it slides to her chair. And then <laughs> yeah. she's like, you just go down these stairs and you go down. To her basement. Yeah. And then she locks the door. <laughs> uh, my friend was never the same. No. Um, you go in and there's no like changing room. There's a changing area in the, it's basically like a stone, like stone walls and stuff. There's an onsen there, a natural one. And then you kind of get changed next to it. And this is the first ever onsen my friend had been. He's like, what? What is this? But we went in and then 20 minutes later, this guy with this old guy, about 60 with huge back tattoos came in. And I think cause you normally can't go into places with tattoos, but this lady obviously doesn't care. So we were just like, man, this guy must have. You know, seen some stuff if he's about 16 you, years. You guys were actually just in one of the Yuki's onsen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he, he was like, oh, you guys here for the World Cup? We were like, ha, ha, ha. And then he was having a check. He was friendly enough. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously he could have been doing those kind of things in the past, but he was friendly enough to us. So, yeah. So there's a lot of those. Uh, yeah. Long story short, a lot of different onsen, a lot of different activities you can do over here. So, um, get amongst it. Great third pick, H. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do about editing. Um, so if <laughs> Help a brother out. If that sounded really smooth, then it was. If it didn't, no, it wasn't. I'm not letting <laughs> him take that out. <laughs> but sweet. And then finally, there was one more. Man, we're, one more segment. Yeah. Another Ben segment. Wow. <laughs> um, I, wanted to, I haven't got a jingle for this one, but I wanted to make it. You know, we had those questions from the fans last week. Oh, no, but um, I've also got another segment that I've, I've actually got. Oh. Just oh. on my pickle play. Oh, nice. You oh, you got a pickle play? The Derlin story of the day. The Derlin story of the day. The Derlin story of the day. The pickle play. So I was definitely struggling for a while. Mm. And to think, so he's been doing a few little small things, but probably not enough that I thought I could make a story out of on the, um, the potty. But then... Um, the pickle being the pickle did finally fold and do something really stupid. But um, Doug, you'll be able to recall that you had to stay uh, late after training this morning mm. with a few of the other coaches and players who then had to miss the first bus back to the hotel. Yeah. Because um, our friend the pickle has a very, very valuable necklace that he wears to training all the time, which I cannot fathom why. <laughs> And then what he does, he wears it to training and then he takes it off because he forgets that he's wearing it. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't be wearing this. I've got contact today. And then he gives it to Doug to just hold for all of training. And then Doug, I think, gave it back to mm. our friend, the pickle, who then just dropped it on the field and lost it. Lost the pendant on this like very valuable mm. so he's still got the necklace, necklace that's um, got a lot of sentimental value for him as well. Mm. And he's just lost the pendant on there. And then he's got <laughs> all the remaining players 
that was still at the field <laughs> meant H were leaving and we I seen that happening and I was told H he's gone up to Glax and say hey mate where's my necklace go yeah. find it and he's got all the coaching staff and all the remaining players just scour the field looking for this like little small golden pendant that he's lost and then he's had to panic and like make his wife go buy another new one in New Zealand to replace it <laughs> Yeah, it was a very. But um, I gave him this warning. He did this in Chiba Camp too, and mm-hmm. he lost it. And then he luckily found it again. And I yeah. said, "Mate, stop wearing it to mm-hmm. training. Just leave it on your bedside table. Yeah, at just camp. wear it at night. Or yeah, or, or just, just don't, don't wear, wear it for it. camp. Yeah. Like a lot of us, you know, we don't wear our wedding rings yeah. for all of like camp or trainings and stuff. Because like, if I lost it, I'd feel like an absolute mm-hmm. idiot. Oh, yeah. But um, I was just saying, just leave it on your bedside table, and then you can just put it on at the end of camp. Mm. Instead of just constantly taking it on and off and risking exactly what's just happened. Oh, I know. Yeah, I hate the... Obviously, you've got a lot of things going on during training, running around. So, I don't really want to be holding it either. So, I think it was unit session. And as soon as it finished, I was like, okay, you're going to the gym. So, giving it to you to put in your bag and stuff. Because you can go to your bag now. And then, I think just on the way to the bag, <laughs> it just fell off the necklace or something, the pendant. So, just, uh, yeah... Uh, just a pickle play. Mm. It is just our friend. But in fairness, he has said he's learnt. Mm. Uh, he's like, okay, I've, I've learnt my lesson. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I mean. I feel like this last month for the pickle has been like, you know, he's yeah. taken a, two steps forward, one step back. You know, he's getting there. He's turned a corner. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I think like even with language learning, mistakes are how you learn. So there's a lot of things I've made mistakes on in Japanese where it might have been like an embarrassing thing or something and I've said something wrong and people might have laughed or people might like, oh, that's strange. And then you remember those. You never forget uh, yeah, that word. Isn't the, the quote or the parable like, it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it? Mm. Or something yeah, like that. It's only a mistake if you make the same night. mistake yeah, twice. Yeah, or quote of the week. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> quote of the, another quote <laughs> of the week. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, run out of, I'll run out of quotes real quick. Um, yeah, people are just messaging being like, you have too many segments. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, on that. The next segment that I wanted to bring in. Uh, so yeah, like I said, we had a lot of questions come in last week. And then from that, that was something, a prompt that I asked on Instagram. Then after that, had, um, people just email us. You can email us on japanrugbyweekly.com, uh, at gmail.com, uh, Instagram, direct messages at japanrugbyweekly, etc. But, uh, yeah, I thought every week I'd just get one of those questions, a good one, uh, to ask you guys and because we're rugby podcast. Are you saying you get lots of bad ones come through? Christians come from H. Yeah, no, uh, and Sam Chonka. Um, but I think um, we're a rugby podcast. During the game, you guys get a lot of messages from the coaches box. So these questions will be our weekly message from the coaches box uh, and we can answer them and see how we go. Um, a lot of people want to know about life in Japan for people living in Japan who maybe Japanese isn't their first language. So one yep. that I saw that was good uh, was what's it like getting a haircut in Japan? And uh, are there many I guess, English speaking options there? So I guess you guys have obviously had to cut your hair a lot yep. over here. Yep. Uh, like? I'd definitely hit or miss, even yeah. with the same barber sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, like I've, I've finally found one that 99% of the time just cuts my hair this the way I want it or like the same way I go every single time and just say mm-hmm. like do the same thing again yeah <laughs> there's no changes I think that's the thing like you find a guy that does it well so that you can just go back to him mm-hmm. and say you know what you did last time just do it again yeah, yeah. and then hopefully they do the same thing again yeah um, 
my guy that I go to see is just full Nihongo, so that um, but he likes rugby, which I found out later on, which is kind of oh, cool. Nice. Oh, nice! Because well, I don't know, I feel like most Japanese people don't even really know what rugby is, mm. so it's kind of cool when you just find a random person that's like, "Oh, rugby! I love rugby!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a struggle. When I first came here, it was just the old. I just used, just just show a picture. Mm. Be like, if you can get as close to this as possible, that would <laughs> yeah, be perfect. Yeah. Um, and then slowly, as my Japanese has got a little bit better, I can start you know, asking them specific things, especially when they do the, like, you know, they when they hold up the mirror and yeah. they're like, oh, is this okay? And oh. if it's really not, yeah. I now have the, the guts to be like, oh, could you just, like, do this? Do like, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, Take do a little, little bit more. more. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, but, um, it's been a long, slow grind for mm. sure, and I've definitely had some pretty rogue haircuts in my time because of it. Yeah, definitely the, sh- um, the f- oh, I was just about to say shushin, uh, the photo, well, it is photo. Yeah, the mm. photo on the phone is definitely a good play because, yeah, sometimes, like the one we go to, the Nakazato? Nakazato. The Oba-san, the Oba-san. old lady that all the boys get the haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the start, you just take a photo to her and be like, okay, because she's full Japanese. She's got a little um translator that she wears or oh, like has true. like a little necklace that it's terrible. <laughs> It's um yeah, it does not translate. <laughs> it's not properly. deep. L. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not deep L. Deep L. Anyway, uh yeah, so you just take the photo and you're like, whoosh, whoosh, can you just try this? Can you just get as close to this as possible? Yeah, I've got. Sometimes you can. A pretty funny story. Pretty about, you know how mm. I don't know what it's like everywhere else, but if you ask for like a number two on the sides, for instance, like a number mm. two fade or whatever, like that's like the number two on the clipper or whatever. Mm. But and I went into a random Japanese place. This was in Hachiyoji. And I was like, oh, yeah, number two on the sides. And then, you know, a little bit off the top or whatever. And he just get, thought I meant like two millimeters, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. pretty much just like yeah. <laughs> skin. Yeah, skin. skin <laughs> and <laughs> like off my head. And I was like, oh, well, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, Hontoni. When he, was, when he kept asking me about number two, I was like, yeah, yeah. And he mm-hmm. said, Hontoni. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll go for a minute. Like, <laughs> and then it wasn't Hontoni. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, I guess that's on me a little yeah. bit. But yeah. They don't I've have had, the numbers. I've had a few I think. horror stories like that. In Japan, whenever you say a number, it's how many mils. So it's good to learn how many mils you want and know what your normal one is. So, um, yeah, I think I don't know why they show you with the mirror because I'm always just like, yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> or good uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Good it's uh, not bad enough that I'm going to make this more awkward. But there was one time because I got a friend uh, who. I go to and it's like less than 20 bucks to get it there. And then when I went to Fukuoka with the Coke, I was like, oh, I'll go to a similar priced one. And it literally finished in like eight minutes. And he showed me, I was like, gee, more. Um, I was like, can you, can you cut a bit more over here? And then like 30 seconds later, I couldn't ask again. Yeah, he's, so like, he's, he's, oh, gone, so he's going for like speed to like cost mm, efficiency. He's yeah. like, I just need to get this guy out talking about the guy and well, get it done. Go. I saw afterwards, like, it was like done in 10 minutes on the sign. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. That's, I'm not coming for speed. Like, yeah. it's not like I've got an interview. It's like, I need my haircut. Um, but then I went to another place the next day. Um, and I was like, can I get my haircut? And he's like, you've just had this cut. And I didn't want to say I went to another place. So on the spot, I made up a story of, I am my friends learning and stuff. And um, And he did a shit job. (laughs) uh, I'm just getting a proper one now. I don't know. And saying that, I got my hair cut in Bipu last time we were here, actually. Nice. I just ran it. I think we had like a half day off and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my hair's a little bit, looks a bit weird. I'll just go. And I went to like one of those mall hairdressers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't the worst, but it was quite quick. And they had like a vacuum cleaner come out of a mm, cupboard. Yep. My and one's like, got like that. a vacuum like, all over my head, yep. got off all the hair. 
<laughs> real, real interesting. Wash, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, no wash. Yeah, just yeah. like dry cut and then mm. just like vacuum my hair, suck your hair, yeah, done, done. My but like it wasn't the worst haircut that I've had in Japan. That's yeah. certain. Then they give me just a like a oshibori, a wet towel, just to wipe my face if it's still yeah, just like you just move like the hair all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I go to those places, I, if I'm wearing sandals. I just get hair all over like those feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like you see, um, get the, pretty much everywhere I've been to until I went to Fukuoka had the vacuum cleaner. So I thought that was normal, but, um, well, I've only had, I've only experienced it once. Mm. Maybe once was enough for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> once and done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah was, one and done. Yeah. Uh, that was a great, great question from the coaches. If you have any more questions for us, let us know. Uh, like I said, and like I said, we've got merch as well. So while you're asking, question go to the link that's on the page on our instagram i'll also put it yeah, in the Doug's show still notes. trying to get back on the green yeah yeah <laughs> and like i said um well i actually lied because i was 480 bucks in the red but then i realized i bought this new mic which is about 300 bucks so um, <laughs> i need about 800 we need um, to sell some merch yeah, yeah um but yeah it's uh up there it's live now so make sure you have a look we'll be adding more options as you see it so and then if you're from out of Japan and you're really keen, not sure what postal is going to be like. Just like us a DM and we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll get we'll it sorted for you. Yeah. And maybe buy a lot at once. Uh, it'll be more efficient. <laughs> um, settle it on your end. You can be an official dealer. It's just another tax write-off anyways. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's all for it. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but sweet. Any parting words? Uh, Taichi nanka yu koto aru. Anything Taichi? Do you want to say? Psycho. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, he's so far away from the mic that it might get cut out. That's what I'm going to say. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah, how nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you guys got anything? Just remember the Dandori Hachibu nice. team. Um, Preparation's 80% of the job, yeah. especially when you're at a week long camp. Mm. Rugby, one another day. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, when you're at camp, rugby's always a winner on the mm. day, I reckon. 100%. Um, it's great times. It's, it's, it's hard, but it's fun. Yeah. And we've got a few good social nights coming up. So yeah, yeah. I'm day. actually pretty excited. Well, I think, you know, camp is also a camp of two halves. You've got the rugby and you've got the fun stuff. So, and uh, yeah, full credit to the boys and the airlines and the onsen. So, yeah. <laughs> just trying. thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you, Bipu. Arigatou. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>